Welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Dadversation. So happy that you're here. Uh, Chris, like always, is here. And uh, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find an angle that hides it best. I think I found this is the one. George, whatever you're <laughs> I work in dusty environments, and sometimes I work in very dusty environments, and I got an eye infection. You should wear those goggles, man, or those yeah, glasses, goggles. Whatever. Goggles, sure, sure. I wasn't it wearing goggles. Good. It looks this better than it looked yesterday. Yeah, the picture you sent us yesterday was uh, kind of horrible. It was lumpy. Yeah. It was hanging. It was a, it was a, little, it was a little bit of a hang. <laughs> yeah, this is actually better. As bad as it looks. Are you doing anything? Are you putting cream or uh, any drops or anything like that? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's fine. Twenty six so, bucks for a fucking thing about this guy. From yeah, from the picture you sent yesterday, though, it's a huge improvement. So yeah, I'm guessing it is, it is. Be fine. I would have paid fifty two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. Good. What did I want to say? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard. The, the government announced that they're opening up all the, 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 the vaccination by mid-May from 18 and above. I think it was the uh, 12th May or something like that. Uh, it was about I, time. It was about time. It was about time. You, Chris, you've done it because you're part of a pilot project at, at yeah. school. Yeah. Um, you know, I was convinced that by summertime, we'd still be somewhere like in the 50-year-olds. And uh, I was kind of hoping that we would have uh, reached kind of herd immunity so that I wouldn't have to do it. Not that I'm an anti-vaxxer. It's just that, I don't know, man. You're hearing all these stories and shit. Uh, things in my body, but... Everything is risk, man. Everything is risk. Yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're just, uh, just going to end up doing it and getting over with it. I was Honestly, I was hoping that, you know, by summertime... Because there, there was an, an analysis that I read that... Um, I think there was a doctor that was saying that uh, if we continue at this pace, by um, by the end of summer, we'll have reached around 60% of the people vaccinated and that we'll be very close to having achieved herd immunity. So I was thinking, perfect. <laughs> I won't do it. You know? 60% is high. I don't think we're going to reach there. Well, we're already over th- or close to 35, I think. 34, 35%. Really? Of the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're doing quite well, actually. We were late. We're, we were waiting for Trudeau to figure out the... You know the, <laughs> the the purchasing, and then once we got it, it's been it's been going okay. Uh, but you have all these stories, man. You know, you had that other woman that died from a thrombosis there from AstraZeneca, and uh, I hope it doesn't slow uh, down the pace at all. You know, but uh, you you got the Pfizer one, Chris, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And did you feel any like wheeziness or anything like that? Like uh, no, no, just a little pain. And Alex, uh, same thing, same side effect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are the nope. test subjects, though. I think we are. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to do it. Uh, I, uh, the, the first person just, was a 90 year old woman in England. Just don't yeah. put your. Just don't post it on Facebook. Like all proud. Just don't do that shit. Yeah, the the the, um, the selfie. Yeah, yeah, the selfie with I got my vaccine done. That's 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 weird. I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind that much that people do that because it kind of raises awareness, and you have all these big popular people that are doing it, and uh, you know people look uh, like they look up to these uh, individuals. You know, like all these you know quote unquote influencers and people that they follow on social media. And for something like this, I really don't mind. Like, okay, take a picture. You're doing the vaccine, and maybe you're gonna 
um, influence, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 people, 100 people to do it because you did it. I mean, there's people like that, you know? So, yeah. Okay, don't do it, George. I won't do it. I don't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. You might lose a friend in Chris. No, no, you're not gonna lose a friend. It's just I find that an extremely weird thing to do. Considering what people promote or make public, it's nothing. You're right. You're right. That's true. I'm just I'm just focusing on your eye, bro. <laughs> My eye, without me even trying, is focusing on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's it's sticking out like a like a little diving board oh guys by the way i, I want i want to ask you uh have you guys seen tenet the movie tenet uh that's the new christopher nolan movie who's in that uh not not anyone known it's like really a bunch of unknowns uh wow <laughs> like i don't even know how to describe it to you it's it's all over the place well, it, it's a good one or a bad one it's a it's a good wow because um like just to think of that kind of concept and that kind of story i don't know hold on hold on because you told me once upon a time you liked minority report and i haven't listened to your movie suggestions ever since minority report was a good movie there you man. go that's why I don't <laughs> suggestions. You, you didn't like minority, minority report was good like the, the whole concept <laughs> yeah just it's more solidifying my, my point <laughs> I, I, I stopped listening to George's uh, movies <laughs> when I asked him one day, uh, what did you think of What's Upon a Time? Was it What's Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah, yeah. And he yep. looked at me all seriously as if I told him to analyze like a, a book. He's like, I don't know yet. I don't know how I feel about that yet. Yeah, I, I, I should have stopped listening to George when he said he liked Bad Boys too. <laughs> I never told <laughs> George. <laughs> I always blamed you, so <laughs> I never know. No. But uh it's Christopher Nolan, so first of all, you can't go wrong. The guy's uh, he he's, he's a he's a freaking genius, but it's so complicated, man. It's like you lose track so quickly. Like you you guys have seen Inception. Yeah, yeah. I had to watch okay. it. I had to watch it a few times. Yeah, so picture uh, imagine Inception times like a a hundred. It's like uh, that. Oh, like very like, I, I, I'm gonna try and tell you what it's about with you know, uh, hoping that I, I, I'm really not Be, wrong before uh, uh, before, I, into, into before I bother you're gonna tell me how long it is. it's not that long it's a it's a normal movie uh, I think it's around two hours maybe less than two hours somewhere there okay um wait, wait is there a spoiler alert coming no there's no spoiler alert I mean okay. uh, everyone no for people that want to watch it yeah no, but I, I, th- I don't know. I didn't read the description of the movie, but I like you know that this is what's going on. Basically, there's this technology that has been invented. The guy, the, the main character, is a spy, right? He works for the CIA, and he's sent uh, on a mission to find out, you know, the people behind this technology, and this technology that they've invented that inverts things. So, for example, and, and this is all like imagine like instead of shooting a bullet. Like time goes backwards, so like the bullet comes back into the into the gun kind of thing, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, it's like this t- concept with time, and like there's time. I, I, I don't know if it's not really time travel, but it's like 
because everything is inverted, like you have like a future you that can come back. Like it's it's complex like this, right? So there's like these scenes where you have people that have inverted themselves. They have gone through that process of inverting themselves. So it's like there's this fighting scene with guns and like, you know, they're like different armies or whatever it is. And there's one group going in and it's normal. And then another group that are like the inverted group. And it's like they see things happening kind of inverted. Like you see like birds flying backward like as if you're rewinding kind of thing right uh but them they're going through that like normal like like you're walking through but you're seeing things going like backward like it's weird like it's it's really amazing how he actually managed to do that but it's uh i, I don't know if you're trying to get me to watch the movie or trying to like motivate no to i was not asking to. i was wondering if you've seen it because oh, no, it's no. Uh, like as a movie, it's good. Like the concept is good, the idea is good. Like I don't even know how you even think of doing something like that. Um, what is it called? Again? Uh, tenant, tenant, tenant. Yeah. Tenant or tenant? No, no, tenant, tenant. Yeah. Uh, anyways, whatever. So just curious. There's a new Guy Ritchie movie coming out too. Uh, is it Guy Ritchie? I like. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. What about Aladdin? Aladdin. Guy Ritchie did Aladdin? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. You haven't seen it? No, I think I stopped at Revolver. Have I what? have I seen Revolver? Can't remember. Is that the one with yeah, Aladdin? Smith? Revolver? No, or Aladdin? Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's with Will Smith. It's pretty cool. I mean, what it's Aladdin, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going in expecting the great assault summer. Like it's not snatch here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot. You know what the story is. No, no. The other one is more. It's more close to his uh, typical thing. It's with uh, Jason Statham too. Revolver. The last one I saw that he did was the with the one of the gentleman, whatever it was called. The, what's it called? The with. Uh, oh Aladdin. yeah, that was good too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I like Irish. I like. I like. Yeah. Always liked him. He's close to Tarantino. I can only open the not, not with the violence, with the way he sets the story, you know? Look, look how I can't open the eye on <laughs> are, are, you, are you forcing now to open your eye? I'm trying as hard as I can. And that's that's it's not that close though. It's not uh it's not that bad. Like if it weren't red, I I don't think we'd notice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let, let's get uh, let's get to our topic uh today. Uh Chris, what uh, what are you bringing us? Nothing. <laughs> what am I bringing you? We wanted today to talk about um, self-esteem in our kids, how to help them build it, um, uh, and uh, kind of how to guide them to to not have bad self-esteem. I guess, right? What's the what's the opposite of good self-esteem? Bad oh self-esteem? man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys do for that? I know kind of what to do. I've read a lot on it, but it's like, it's one of those where you you try to control a little bit of it and then you realize you can't control any of it. And then you just try not to screw it up. I think, I think self-esteem is like, don't try and screw it up. I don't think you can build it. You just can't fuck it up. You know? Oh, well, there's, there, there's definitely things that you can do. Like, I mean, obviously encouraging your kid um, is, is one way, right? Um, problem is that, where's that like i feel like that line is so fine where is that if you're if you keep in 
like telling your kid, okay, go do this. And, you know, just, you know, the whole positivity effect. Uh, you don't want your kid to kind of drift off thinking that I can do everything I want, right? I mean, the, like, where do you set the limits of, okay, or I, I can't, I, I gotta, I gotta put my foot down here kind of, you know what I mean? Um, th- that to me is where it gets complicated. Uh, I mean, look, it, it, in my opinion, it also has to do a lot with, with the parents as well, right? I mean, and we've said this on 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 uh, on other episodes as well. I mean, the kids are going to look at you and get their examples from you, the way that you behave and what you do and all that stuff. So if they see that their parents are are active and they're they're out there and they're doing things and they're always taking on challenges, uh, eventually, hopefully, I think that that will spill over into uh, to the kids. Uh, one way I see it. Second way is obviously, like I said before, to continuously encourage your kids to just do whatever they, uh, they, they, they think of doing, obviously not anything dangerous, right? I mean, oh, okay, dad, I'm going to go jump off the, the balcony kind of thing. Right. Um, but, uh, anything they want to do like the other, the other day we bought a carpet and it came with that, uh, you know, that big, uh, cylindrical carton thing in the middle. It was rolled around it. So we opened the carpet and, you know, uh, Emma wanted to, to, to keep that. It's, a, it's a, just a long cylinder thing, you know, made out of thick carton. Paper tube. Yeah, paper tube, whatever you call it. Uh, and I'm like, okay, we're going to throw it away. She's like, no, 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 I want it. I'm like, what are you going to do with it? She goes, this is a horsey, Dad. I'm like, what? So she got on it like it was a horse and she was riding it. And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. But it, at the same time, I thought to myself, okay, just love whatever. She's she's six years old, you know. She thinks it's a horse. Well, let her think it's a horse. I don't mind, you know. Um, so stuff like I don't, that. I don't think she actually thought it was a horse. Of course not, man. But in her imagination, she's like, I'm riding a horse. Mm. Like, imagine, imagine if I were like, what are you doing? Get off that thing. It's not a horse. Throw it in the garbage. It's a piece of paper. That, like, that's, that's, that's what my wife would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, you don't think that would have an effect on? Like, no, oh, yeah. not at all. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult one, George. Man, it's uh, the thing is, if they're always keeping garbage because they're pretending it's something else, then you get a stick of garbage. Eventually, just threw it out. No, but the, yeah. the, I think the the new. I think we have the self esteem thing wrong, because I think we think it is. I I think what we think it is, it's not what it is. So if you just tell your kids, like you're saying, if you just encourage them to do things, they don't necessarily build good self-esteem, right? Or high self-esteem. Because self-esteem is the way you see yourself. So how does your kid see itself? Yeah. So it's not by giving them compliments or them succeeding. Nope. I think that's what the literature says. It's, it's, that's not how you get high self-esteem. You get high self-esteem when your, your kids are able to see themselves go through challenges. So if right. you go, if you go, towards your problem to solve your problem your self-esteem goes up if you run away from your problem your self-esteem goes down so well i don't want to talk about meritocracy but a kid knows when he deserves it so when he knows he's accomplished something because he's deserved it the the self-esteem goes up if he's just encouraged right this is the the participation medal sorry the participation medals you know you just give a medal and somebody hasn't deserved it the self-esteem takes a hit because deep inside the kid knows he hasn't worked for it. So if you do too much encouraging without the challenge, you, you get like coddled, spoiled, entitled kids. But if you give them the challenge, so the challenge is right. I believe that that's how you do it. And the best, the best way I think to 
build the self-esteem is you have to give them a challenge, right? You have to hope they fail. And I don't mean rooting for failure. I mean, yeah, you yeah. hope they fail because learning is, happens when you fail. It doesn't happen when you succeed too easily, right? Yeah. That's, that's, how you, that's how you get the lessons. And every mistake you've, you've, you've made, you've kind of learned. You've learned the lesson from the mistake. So the, the painful lessons are the mistake lessons. So you hope he fails. You still encourage. You, okay, you can do it. And then what you do is you let him do it again, right? Right. So you set a little task. You hope he fails. He comes to you. He asks questions. You teach what the lesson is. And then it's like, go do it again. Now, when you do it, you go back and you do it. You've learned the lesson. You've accomplished something. Now self-esteem goes up. So I'm simplifying it in, in, in terms, but that's how you really get the self-esteem. You don't get it by just saying, uh, oh, you're amazing. You know, I see it a lot in parks. Oh, my God. Like, I was, I, was at, I was at a birthday party, and all the parents were like that. It's like, oh, you're amazing. People were just passing by. The kids were on swings. Oh, my God, you're amazing. Good job. Great. But that's what I was saying. Like, <laughs> That does not build high self-esteem. Yeah. But that, that's, that's for sure. You know? The very fine line that you don't want to cross where, like you said, your kids are going to become entitled and, uh, uh, you know, uh, selfish, and they're going to think that whatever they do, they um, – you know, the, 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 there's a sense of entitlement that that, that follows along. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. And like you're saying, you went to that birthday party and all the parents are like, okay, good job, good job. Like, are they overdoing it? Are, do well, they uh, not? The moment, I mean, the, I, moment tells them, the moment somebody tells them they're not good at something, there's going to be no self-esteem. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, the moment not, somebody uh, tells them that they're not good at something, their self-esteem is going to tank. No, you don't tell them they're no good. But, not but you. I'm saying the moment somebody else does, their self-esteem is going to tank. So you have you've done them a, a disservice, man. You've done them a disservice by telling them just great yeah. for for doing nothing. Great for existing, great right? I heard it. Tell them nothing when there's nothing. Because I heard it a few times, and in my mind, I was like, okay, what does that mean? And literally, what it meant was, good job for being on the swing. Good job for being quiet good job for holding that stick right good job good for job holding for the not cake. punching him in the face Here's yeah the and, it, and it's weird it's weird because it's like we're doing we're we think we're doing the right thing but we're doing the exact opposite thing yeah. and you know what that's what happens when you're an adult when you're an adult your high self-esteem comes from you knowing that you can handle things it's not necessarily right. from accomplishing it's it's from yeah, seeing yourself uh, introduce them with you know with difficulty little little problems and increase the difficulty slowly yeah, because your, your kids' problems, they're what? They're a level 0.5 now. And everyone knows adult problems are like level 5, maybe 6 or 10. So if, if you haven't learned how to tackle the 0.5 problem and the 1 problem, well, what do you do at level 8? You either like, like just don't deal with it, you run away from it, or you expect other people to, to deal with it for you. So I think it's the same thing. It translates. But we are uh, a bit self-esteem. And the other thing that we don't talk about is self-esteem comes from competence too. confidence sorry self-esteem comes from confidence right you need the confidence but how do you get confidence you get confidence from competence and encouragement but also some kind of competence you can't just have you can't just be confident being shit <laughs> people see that people see through that it's like hey, what is he talking about you know it's, it's a tough one that's what i'm saying it's delusion yeah so it's a tough one because there's no ways of doing it right you just make sure you don't do it wrong 
So like, w- w- what age do you have to start thinking about these things, about how you behave and how you react and what you have to say and what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing to say? Like, I mean, look, my, do- my, my youngest is two. She's almost three. So f- I-, I honestly think that we're still in that cute zone. It's like, uh-huh, okay, yeah, she's cute. She's yeah. Cute. Okay, uh, I, the, the younger the better I, I forget who the psychologist is George because I, I want to give him credit but I forget his name if we think about it we'll add him later but uh, he says that the most important job as a parent is you got to love your kid you love your kid no matter what even if that's number one that's what you could control everything else you can control and as long as you do that don't worry about the rest but loving your kid no matter what not even uh, even if, does not mean uh, encouraging him to do silly things or giving him medals when they haven't won or not saying, reprimanding them or, or not reprimanding them when they've done something wrong. Right. You know, so it's too different. A lot of people think that it's just because I love him so much, I always have to be happy and I always have to make him feel good. It doesn't work like that. Yes, That's not yeah. love. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a darker side to love. There's a painful side to love. And that's what the psychologist says. It's like, give them the little challenges, be real with them, but love them. And you learn more when you fail than if you just don't try. It reassures them. <laughs> the best way not to do anything is not try. You'll never risk anything. You'll never learn anything, but you'll never fail. You know? How do you react? And I'm sure that you guys have probably uh, gone through this because that's the phase that I'm in right now where it's, you know, and mostly with my with my eldest, so she's gonna try to draw something and it doesn't go her way, and it's like frustration, like ah, oh, 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 I don't want to draw anymore, kind of thing, right? And it's like, what the hell just happened? You know, like you were just drawing. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't happen always, but I'm just saying, like, there's little instances like that where the frustration kind of takes over probably, and I get uh, that. Because, she's probably trying you know, to imitate somebody else that she, she's letting. I don't know if she's imitating. I just think that she's so focused in what she's doing and she wants to do it like a certain way uh, or to obtain whatever, a certain result, whether it's drawing, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, cutting, sticking, whatever, doing, you know, arts and crafts. Um, no, but what are you, what are you asking? You want to know like what, like how to, yeah, how how do how to handle it? How do you react? Like, it's like, I'm like, okay, relax. You, like, you're trying to tell us, like, okay, we're just drawing. Come, we'll do another one. No, I don't want to do another one. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, that, that is just, she ends up in tears, right? And then you're comforted. No, 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 not, no? not tears. Okay. I, I think she's so, like, um, she's a bit of a perfectionist. Uh, what she's doing, she knows, like, okay, I need to draw this, or I need to do that, or I need to fix this, or whatever she's doing, right? Uh, and she's so like dedicated to what she's doing that if it doesn't work out the way she wants to, um, and it doesn't happen always, but I've, I'm starting to notice now more and more, right? Where it's like, uh, I can't even think of an example. I think the drawing, because it happened recently. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's just this weird little phase. It's because, it's because she doesn't like it? Yeah, she doesn't like it, or it doesn't turn out her way, or she can't do it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's normal stuff, I guess. It's like this is yeah. kids being frustrated. You're on mute, George. Yeah, yeah. she's disappointed with her result. Yeah, she's, she's being hard on herself. She set her expectations too high from the get-go. She probably said in her mind, "Ooh, I think I could try if I do it this way. It'll come out this way." And then she was disappointed that she didn't. Well, you're never gonna tell her it's ugly, right? Well, you can. 
That's a tough one. Guys, I have a trick. You know, I have a trick. You just, you just tell her to transform it to something else. No, but I, I'm like this. When you rip it up and you tell her to start over. <laughs> violently, violently. That's the perfect thing to introduce yourself this team. This sucks. Uh, Try it again. Terry, and then you eat it. You chew it. No, thank. Thankfully, she draws pretty well. Actually, she's uh, she's pretty uh, she's pretty good. Like no offense, Chris, but she's not like your son was. <laughs> oh, my son is bad. He knows he's bad. But you see, we're at that stage where it's like we have the conversation where it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm bad at drawing. You know, it's fine. But that's yeah, yeah. that. You got to get to that. You see, yeah, with my yeah, daughter, yeah. I'm not there yet. With uh, with my daughter, it's still tricks. But she's pretty good, actually. She's very good. She's way better than Yerasmo when it comes to drawing, right? Yeah. But I have a trick. I, w- I want to share the trick for, for parents. <laughs> if it's nice, you say it's nice. You gotta, I believe in the truth. I think the truth is the right thing. And I think the truth in, in this kind of uh, generation parenting, and we, we lost it. We, 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 we've destroyed the word. Anyway. Yeah, we're way too soft. We're, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like we, never, we, we don't like the truth because the truth hurts sometimes. But anyway. So if it's nice, it's like, it's nice. You tell her it's nice. If it's not nice, you don't tell her it's not nice. But you tell her, hey, why did you draw that? What motivated you to draw this? What were you trying to do? Explain. And then she'll get into the explaining. So you never have to lie. And she yeah. feels good about saying what her inspiration was. But what if she tells you this is a squirrel and it's nothing? It's just like a... Well, you can say it's not really a squirrel. It doesn't really look like a squirrel. Does it? <laughs> You're like, you ask the question back. Does it? Does it? Have Here, let me show you how to draw a squirrel. Here, let's do it together. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I, I would uh, say more like, so what's your squirrel doing? I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say if it did or if it didn't look like a squirrel. Yeah, what's your squirrel doing? I'm, I'm yeah. more interested in what, what's the mind thinking of. You never asked me, the, you, George uh, Panusi. Yeah. You never answered me the text when I asked if you told him about the the snowman. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let's. <laughs> I told them what that they were tiny. Hold on, a little. That, that was the next. That was the next. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold, hold on, little... hold on. That was yeah. two days later. The sun had melted them. They didn't look like oh, that. Oh, good, good, oh, good. All right. Well, what do you think? They woke up in the morning and there was just enough snow on the grass for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I thought. That's what I oh, thought. Man. No, man. It would have been all grass and mud. Man. And that's why, that's why I said, did you lie to yeah. them? They were, just though, they were standing there for a couple of days, those snowmen. Oh, got it, got it. Well, because it only snowed like for one day, man. What are you talking that's about? Like, the day. One day. Yeah, the backstory is this that like I think last week or a week and a half ago, like suddenly there was like snow <laughs> out of nowhere. We got we got about a day of snow, and George sends us a picture the next day with his two sons waiting to go to school with like the <laughs> they're standing in, in in plush green grass, and there's two mini <laughs> yeah, snowmen yeah. standing next to them. Exactly. In, uh, in, I, think, I think there wasn't enough snow to complete the job. I think that's what it is. And no, no they melted. They melted in the sun. Yeah, it's like they had to squeeze it to the very end. Yeah. <laughs> the snow. Let's get that last snow. They were so excited to put on their snow pants and their boots again. I was getting irrit- I was getting annoyed. Oh, no. oh, I'm done. I'm I'm done with the snow, guys. I'm done with it. You know what's funny? You, yeah. Well, maybe not. But I'm just done with we, that. I don't we've had a snow. Anymore. We've had a snowstorm in the in May. But anyway. Let's go back to our... Yeah, we find. We find. It's true. Funny that you mentioned that because uh, just now, just a couple hours ago, I was driving with uh, with uh, Joanna and we're pulling up. uh, I can't remember where. It was like a parking lot and just randomly, I thought, oh man, I don't want, I don't want another winter. I was already thinking of like November and December. Like it's not even normal. 
Like that's what I was thinking about, man. Like yeah, summer yeah. is just around the corner. Instead of thinking, "Whoo, yeah, let's go. Let's uh, you know relax. We got the pool going. Uh, we're gonna enjoy the summer. Hopefully, I was thinking, oh, I don't want another winter. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking December, man. You're a positive kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> I can't, but like I'm. I hate it. I hate it probably more than you. So I, I feel you. I can't. I can't. I feel you. That's why we have to I find can't. a way to retire and not have to cope with it anymore. <laughs> Of snowbirds. So back to the back to the drawing, because it, it, it's funny now because we're talking a, a little bit. Oh, not talking. I'm looking now. I'm you know noticing the little one because you know she's starting to kind of you know draw more and she thinks she's writing and you know she's looking a lot what the older one is doing. So you know we're doing letters, the alphabet. She's starting to read a little bit. So her she's kind of curious. She's all over the place. And um, the other day she goes to me, okay, let's draw a cat, you know? So for me, the cat is very simple. I, I, I draw a little circle and then a bigger circle under. I make two pointy ears, like four little lines, little whiskers. It looks like a cat. Uh, like, I'm not going to overcomplicate things. The old one, when I did that, is the exact same thing. She got it right away. Like, small circle, big circle under. This one here, guys. <laughs> First of all, they're not even circles. They're triangles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's like one circle. It looks like geography. It looks like a country. <laughs> it's like, I go, make a small circle. It's like the biggest thing you can imagine. I'm like, okay, let's make another circle under it. And it's a small one. I'm like, what is that? Like, look at what I'm doing. What are you, why aren't you doing the same thing? <laughs> so I'm curious to see how she, um, how she developed as an artist. I don't know. Yeah. But she's happy. She's like, oh, I drew a cat. I'm like, oh god, no, there's no cat. There's just lines everywhere. It looks like the cat drew a cat. But she's a lefty too. Yeah, you know, we yeah, don't lefties. Those weirdos. <laughs> weirdos. Both my nephews are lefties. Yeah. Oh man. It, do, you think, do you think it's true about the intelligence thing? One of them is a genius. They say that lefties are, are are smarter. They're more intelligent people because they use uh, their brain differently. I don't know. Like, Maybe. We got another level of complexity. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Like most of the most of the U.S. presidents, I think, are were left-handed. I don't know if that has anything to do That's with it. That's a strange stat. <laughs> isn't it? I never I never heard that. That's Man. a strange stat. I'm looking for that. Was Barack Obama left-handed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clinton, I think Clinton was left-handed. Um, How about uh, Biden? I don't think he knows what he is. <laughs> <laughs> what hand do I? What hand do I use again? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Back, uh, back to self-esteem. You, your kids are obviously older, man. Yeah, well, one. Uh, yeah, so you, I, I test different things. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just, you just, it's what Chris said at the beginning when you try not to harm what's there. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the most important. Like, don't discourage. Don't discourage just to discourage. Even don't don't, get, you're, even if you don't encourage, you're not harming. Bravo. As long as you don't discourage, but if you encourage and you shouldn't encourage, that's also bad. Yeah. You can't encourage. You can't somebody encourage else, for the sake somebody of Somebody else will harm it. Somebody else say will harm again. it later. Say that again. If you encourage, what, what's bad? No, I, I'm don't saying encourage not, just for just for this just for the hell of it. It has to be merited. Otherwise, it's they become delusional, and then somebody in society hurts them instead. Yeah, you got to encourage when you have to encourage, but you don't just encourage for the sake of encouraging. Encouragement, just like that, 
with no no backup, no foundation, is meaningless, you know? And you, it's it's trying not to hurt. It's it, I think it's trying not to hurt the spirit. Yeah. Like when you see somebody is motivated, don't discourage them. That's exactly. That's if you see important. them excited about an idea they had, even though it's not a great that's idea, that's right. Exactly. Don't tell them to shut the fuck up. And let exactly. <laughs> and let them let them feel. Let it them let or, them exactly explore their idea. Let them yeah. let them talk about it. And if, if it's a bad idea, they'll come to that conclusion too. George, your kids are older. Are you there? Are are you kind of at that place right now? Which one? The encouragement and uh, you got yeah you got yeah you're always got you always have to you be thinking. They lose interest fast. The thing is with kids, they lose interest fast. So you have to encourage to at least give it a fair shot because you have to help them find something to love, something to something they find exciting, something they find. Uh, well, well, that's interesting. an interesting point because, like, if they lose interest, uh, like, do you see that as? as I'm going to tell you about losing interest. A lot of the times, parents lose interest faster and that's why the kid doesn't get a second try at it yeah like you mean parents should be more pushy for example not pushy but say hey before you walk away there's an angle you haven't looked at you know there's a part of this that's actually fun you just haven't gotten it when you get there it's much more fun this is why right and you have to try to motivate them to get a second look to get a second try otherwise they're going to just drop everything because it's not stimulating off the bat because if it's a matter of interest, all right, like if your kid, for example, okay, starts playing the piano and then a couple months later, you're like, ah, if I don't feel like he, it. You know what? He, is, he has been, and we have a piano at home. Yeah. But he does it with his music teacher who he respects and he accepts her her knowledge and yeah. the way she transfers it to him. And he comes home and he, and he, and, and while he's playing a song, he's reading out the notes to him. He's right. taking the notes that he learned in class. And that's how he remembers a song. He's but like from your, the, from the your perspective, in his head. now he doesn't do anything really good. And I, and if if I ever tried to teach him anything on the piano, he didn't want it coming from me. I don't understand why. But when yeah, he gets it from his teacher, that's normal. When he gets it from his teacher, he he loves it and, he, and he's so excited to come show us what he's got. It's gonna come later, that man. But I'm not older. expecting him to love piano and throw him into lessons. But I, what I was trying to get to is, let's say, for example, it's just a question of interest, right? It's like, okay, uh, he's playing piano, but then it's just a matter of losing interest. How do you as a parent know if it's just like, like, how do you step into, you know, for specifically what we're talking about self-esteem? It's like, okay, oh, I don't want him to be discouraged. I want him to be uh, aware that, you know, he he can do it, that he can, he could be good at it or, uh, or. Because, I mean, we've all seen our kids lose interest, and it's like, oh, okay, she's going to come back. To- I dealt with this with martial arts because uh, yeah. Alex started really young. He was three and almost three and a half, and he did it for three years before the pandemic. Right. In the beginning, it was it was so hard. Again, I had to maintain the momentum because he just mm-hmm. it, was, it was structured. He had to keep his mouth shut. He had to wait in line. He had to wait his turn. Yeah. So I had to... I had to motivate him by what he does well. You know, I would show him the videos of what he did, and 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 then he wanted to go. He would. He was ready before we were. You know, and, and then the pandemic hit, and now he doesn't want to go back because yeah. he lost that momentum. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I have, and I've tried to always bring him back. Okay, let's do those exercises. Let's do those exercises. Look at that. Oh, look at you. Look at your abs. Look at your abs. They're showing. You know, things like that. 
they, he starts again. He wants to do it again. He want, he, I, I catch him doing things by himself. But again, he loses it. He means that yeah, uh, yeah, the environment good, is yeah. missing. But I mean, if I don't push a little bit, he loses three years that he, uh, three years of what he did is going to just disappear. It's like it never happened. Right. You know, there's so many habits that he had, so many things. So I have to be careful not to let him slide away too much because he's going to lose. Because, I mean, he really identified with it. He was so proud to show people what he could do and this and that. Yeah. And, he's, and, and it helped his, his self-esteem. And now if, like, he, if, if he has nothing to show, he's going to feel less, right? Like, do you think at some point, like, if you don't step in, they become much more accustomed to giving up as if it's like a normal thing? It's like, ah, whatever. Because everything's a game. So they just need a time filler, bro. So if, if you don't there to push them, they're watching TV. That's all they want to do. Because everything is just my, a time filler. My little one watches TV. Oh, she watches way too much TV. I mean, I mean who, who who uses the remote? You or her? They 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 take it now. It's like they they know. I don't know, man. They're born with this knowledge now. I don't even know. <laughs> 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 He's like, what is that remote? She's like, I got my own. <laughs> she watches. She watches the old one do it. She knows which button turns things on. But the TV, she's still confused. She doesn't know uh, how to go through the menus and all that stuff. Um, but uh, my wife's cell phone, she knows exactly what YouTube thing looks like. She grabs it. She knows, you know, like if you swipe kind of half up, the the little uh, like little channels come up. And the, you TV is, the TV is dangerous because at least with this, with, when you're doing an activity, there's a skill. When you're developing a skill and you're getting better at it, it helps your self-esteem, you know? When the TV, mm. you just sit there like a motion. Yeah, yeah. You're not really the developing good, any skills, man. The good thing about them is that like, like, look, I, 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 I've seen kids that can stay in front of the TV literally all day. That was us. The, no, I mean, they're there even if, whether they're in our bedroom or if they're looking uh, on YouTube or, you know, whatever on our, on our phone. Time. It doesn't, it doesn't last that long, man. I don't know if they get bored of it. Like it's going to last maybe half an hour, 40 minutes, and then they're just going to ignore it. The TV's still playing. They leave. They go play with dolls or whatever. Then they remember the TV's still on. They go back. Like, there's always this back and forth thing. Like, they're never gonna just sit in front like a vegetable and just watch TV like for hours upon hours, you know? If I let uh, them, mine will. Yeah, eh? If I, if I <laughs> let them, yeah. If I let them. They will move a muscle. Like. <laughs> we have designated TV time here because uh, otherwise it would just... If it stayed on all day, they'd be watching all day. Like, we we uh we um we've made tv almost non-existent during the week so like emma knows that friday when school is over uh she knows that uh, at night it's movie night kind of thing so friday night saturday night we watch movies uh during the week uh the tv's closed they they very rarely watch tv at night like they're in bed by like 7 30 quarter to eight they're they're already in bed I'm I'm still surprised that we've succeeded at that. Honestly, I, I never thought we'd get there, but we did, and I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, but mind you, all day in the kitchen, the TV is on Treehouse TV always. But they're not they're not like watching it. It's just playing there, and they don't care. They don't even know that it's on. But they need it on though. And the the background music and the the theme songs that need to be playing. But it's not like they're sitting watching it. So it's it's the strangest thing because. You change it, like, uh, often I'll just put the news on, and then I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, you're not even watching, man. Mm-hmm. They want the ambiance. Yeah, they need it there. Yeah, yeah, it's okay that if they're not obsessed with it. 
Yeah. I mean, the, but the, the little one, they like, doing, they like doing things like uh, what you were saying. Like, the little one, I'm a little afraid. Like, I, I'm seeing this trend that I, I don't, I'm not really liking. She's, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, my, 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 the, the phone, not the phone. I'm like, uh, mm. I don't know. Oh, she, she wants to play on the phone. She wants to, yeah, YouTube, dude. She's she's on YouTube. She watches all these little videos on with toys. And yeah, like Maria. Maria, she does the same thing. It's hard. It's hard to stop them. Yeah. You have to take it over because it's then, easier, then, then it becomes to, grandmother and then it becomes you. It's easier you. not to start. It is easier not to start. Like, they don't know what it is. But like I told you, I think they're born with the knowledge. I will man. tell like, you, yeah. they've, they've never asked me for my phone and they always ask my wife for her phone. They've yeah, never, me too. They've never asked me for my phone once, and they know they'll never get it. Exactly, me too. They know my. They never come to me. Like they've ne- they've never watched anything on my phone ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. My so wife. Now, uh, do your girls do anything athletic? Uh, that, that helps with self-esteem too when they accomplish little physical tasks, yeah, yeah, yeah. climbing sure. stuff, and. Look, they're they're very active to begin with. I mean, they're they always they're, they're always at the park. Like, like when Emma beats the shit out of uh, Eliano, and they should be proud of herself, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> I mean, they fight with toys and stuff. Like, there's a, they're, they're, you know, there's a lot of shouting sometimes and stuff like that. But it's like they, it never lasted long. But before the pandemic, we had Emma uh, doing. Uh, she was in swimming. What else was she doing? Um, I can't even remember, guys. Um, she was at ballet. I think ballet we stopped before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, swimming, though, she was doing it. She loved it. Do they, oh, well, tennis. Do they, uh, do, they, do they enjoy being good at sports? Like when they get better at a sport, do they like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Emma, Emma is like, Emma, like she has this competitive thing in her. That's good. That's good. That's good. She has it. Like that's she's good. like, every time we go to the park, you know, they have that uh, game with the ropes there that you climb up, whatever it's called. Uh, and uh, she always said, you know, last time we came, uh, you know, with her cousins, he couldn't go up there. Look, I'm going all the way up now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. she has that little. Uh, the little one doesn't care. <laughs> the little one just—it's okay because you could have yeah. you could have a very strong self-esteem and not be that competitive. Like she can stay on the swing for hours. She's like, hey, I'm like, do you want to go to the slide? No, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay, keep pushing. But um, no, now she's starting to look at the old one a little bit, and she's trying to mimic her, and she's trying to repeat certain things. It's um, also intimidating for her to have an always an older sibling that does everything great. Well, great. I mean, I don't think she knows what great is. You know, uh, they compare it to themselves. Yeah, they see what the other one is doing, and they're doing like uh, she wants to ride her the the her little bike all the time because Emma's you know, riding her bike. And so there's all these things that she wants to do because she sees the older sister, which is obviously normal. But, um, yeah, I don't think that she understands yet, you know, the, the level of, you know, uh, competitiveness or that kind of stuff. So she could be like, oh, but she does it better. And I'm not like, I don't think she's there yet. Uh, that, that's where that's we're there for a while. My younger guy, mm-hmm. he's, discouraged, oh, yeah, you, he's discouraged when my older guy is involved because he knows the older guy is always going to be better than him because he's older. So he's a little intimidated sometimes. Not that he won't, you know, swing and try to yeah. punch him in the face if he annoys him. But yeah. <laughs> when it comes to doing certain things, you know, athletic stuff, <coughs> competitive stuff, he's got that little, that little insecurity. You know, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't feel I'm he can happy, compete in yeah. the same class with his older brother. 
Like I'm happy that they they like being outdoors. Uh, that, I'll be honest with you, because uh, you know my, you know I have a huge family and I've seen a lot of kids and a lot of them they're like house cats. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So they're in the house. They 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 want to be there. Like you, you you can sense that they're uncomfortable being outdoors, kind of thing, and which I don't think is a good thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I appreciate the fact that they like being outside. You know, when like now that the weather is nicer, they they always want to be outdoors. They want to be playing. Uh, thankfully, we have the park next door, so they're they're always out and about running. Um, you know, Emma's been wondering when the pool will be ready. She's like, okay, let's go. Okay, we get the pool. I'm like, even if the pool already now, you can't swim in it, man. It's too cold. No, no, fix it. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I have a feeling it's going to be a good summer. Like, honestly, it's uh, it's going to be, nice. hopefully the weather's going to um, uh, collaborate, but you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Like they're at that age where like uh, Emma, she's not obviously she's not fully independent, but she does a lot of things on her own. Like I, 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 I'm not, I'm not really worried anymore if she's outside playing and like I don't have to be there. You know, like we, 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 we try, we've tried, we were trying it out with Joanna to kind of leave them playing. Like for a good half hour, we'll be in the house. You know, we won't really mind what's going on. You know, the garage door is open, the doors are open, like we can hear. And uh, so you were trying that now, you know, just to let them kind of be by themselves and they do it, you yeah. know, we do that yeah, too. yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's a little bit of that little bit of freedom where you don't have to yeah, spend yeah, your hours yeah. outside just mm-hmm. playing at them. No, but, yeah. you see it, but, but when you see it manifested in them, it's like, uh, you, it's exactly that. It's like they want to run and they know that, woohoo, I can just be here uh, unsupervised. Uh, I can be free. And they just run out and they just do whatever they, the hell they want. And I want them to feel like that, man. Like, that's how we grew up. You know what I mean? Think about it. You got home, you dropped a school bag. And you spent the day outside in the lanes, playing hockey, soccer, running, biking, whatever. Your parents were never there. But that's the major Look. difference, though, man. Yeah. We, we had that. Our kids don't have that. Well, no. not all kids have that. Don't forget. Yeah, it's like ki- kids need to play, but they also need to play with other kids. Yeah. Kids yeah. playing alone by themselves all the time is not good. I have an issue there, guys. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I find that I'm a little antisocial when it comes to that sort of thing. Like the other day, I uh, I took the little one to the park and there was like this home daycare. That I'm not sure where it is. It's probably around here. There was like five or six kids mm. with one lady. So I know that it's a home daycare because I see them uh, all the time. So they were at the park playing. And I, I kind of feel I was thinking about it after we came home and I'm like, why did I do that? So we're there and I didn't want her being close to the other kids. I'm like, fuck, I don't know who those kids are. I don't know what the fuck they have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this whole pandemic thing has gotten into your brain. She's like, okay, Baba, I want to go play there. I'm like, no, 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 stay here. We'll, we'll is she, go there. Is she need a daycare? She goes, she goes three days a week. Oh, well, yeah. It's yeah. like it's the same thing. Uh, no? No, she's not. Uh, well, yeah, daycare, yeah. But see, the, 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 kids, at, right. the kids at George's daycare are special. No, it's you didn't want them playing with non-special kids. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. That's her bubble. They know the kids. They, but the other, I mean, I don't know what that daycare is like—a home daycare. How do I know what's going on in there? It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, no, they go through the neighborhood poisoning strange kids that don't know. <laughs> but it's funny because I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, why didn't we just let them play with the kids? Like, oh man! And then I had to convince myself, fuck that shit, man. <laughs> COVID. Do you think I know what those kids are carrying? <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> like super uh, but, afraid, man. 
we're all you know we we've lost our minds i think man this last year i mean it's it's been we're, crazy we're adjusting we're still adjusting and it's not over i i really doubt that it's over five years five years of opening and closing i'm telling you i don't know five years so, yeah i'm telling you five years of opening and closing until they get look, the recipe right you'll see well look considering the fact that we're gonna be getting us- we're gonna be getting vaccines next year again watch well that i read an article where it said that Every year, we're probably going to have to be getting like a booster shot. But considering the fact that it took half a year, because, you know, assuming that by June, well, at least that's what they're saying, that everyone that will have want to 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 be vaccinated could have been vaccinated. So by June. So assuming it took six months, let's add another six months for everyone to have received their second dose. So it's by the end of this year. Um and look, the numbers are going down now. I mean, hopefully they'll, you know, we'll stay at that level. So the next pace. winter comes and start all over again. I just, you know, the the the, the scary thing in this situation is not knowing what's going to happen, like after this whole thing is quote unquote over. You know, when I read that article where the, the that health expert was talking about getting a, a do- like it was talking about specifically about Pfizer where apparently now the two doses aren't enough you need a third one and quite possibly for every single year going forward you'll need at least a dose of the Pfizer vaccine and I'm thinking fucking pharmaceutical industry man <laughs> you yeah. know you gotta find a way to keep making money it, it's just that you have to trust them no matter what because you don't have the knowledge you don't know what the hell is going on they're telling you yeah you need the dose you need the dose every year and again, I'm I don't I'm not you know the conspiracy theorist. Uh, I'm not like an anti-vaxer, but when you hear shit like that, it's like I don't know about you guys, man. But I, I uh, there's a lot of question marks that come up. It's like what the hell, dude? Why would I need a vaccine every year? Why? <laughs> you know, like come on, you know? Yeah, I know, but not like I mean, my natural instincts is to think like you. But fuck, man! Are you gonna, look how many diseases they they got rid of, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah the, the math is there to support the the logic. You're gonna do the vaccine? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You think Are I you gonna post it on social media? You think I want to be declined at airports and at stadiums when I want to go watch a sporting <laughs> event when I want to travel? Well, that's the other thing that bothers me. You know, look, look, the, the, that vaccine. A little, a little vaccine passport. Come on, man, that that's horrible. Honestly, that that's uh, I don't know if that's right, but at the same time, look, you want to travel, and that's what it takes. You're going to do it. Aren't you going to do it? What's, the, sol- what's the other solution? Everybody who complains, figure out a better idea. Figure it out. Everybody everybody just complains, complains. Figure out what's better. Go ahead. I'm talking. I'm just talking not about you. Not of- you. I'm not even talking about you. No, 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 no. I know. But what I'm talking about is just in our individual rights, man. It's like, what the hell do you care, man, if I got vaccinated? Well, why do I need to prove to you that I've been vaccinated? No, but up. nobody said you have to just... Well, no, because that's where we're headed. Because if they're if they're going to impose the vaccination passport in order for you to go eat at restaurants, go to movies, uh, travel, I, I get, don't think it's going to be for those kind of environments. Well, that's what that, that's the the whole argument is that how do we kickstart the economy again in the safest manner? And the one solution that seems to to to, to be available is that it's the vaccination passport. Greece is already doing it with their tourism. Uh, you can't travel to Greece now if you don't have. A vaccination passport you can't yeah but you we're talking about we're talking about traveling continents here we're talking about eating at a restaurant in your local if most of the population has the shot then the the people that are that are prone to the to, to getting really sick 
the odds are the, the number of, the, of possible people getting sick is going to be smaller. The, the hospital's going to handle that. Too. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard it more than once, and uh, I don't. I don't like it. But uh, at, at the same time, I, I don't know. I mean, like if that's what it will take. Like I want to be in a plane next year going somewhere in the summer. Wuhan, Wuhan, everybody in Wuhan within a month okay, of the outbreak in uh, last year. Everybody had the app on their phone and they were scanning and had all their, their, their tests and their, their, their test history. So everybody got tested mm-hmm. regularly and everywhere they went, they had to scan in and out. And they, they would do the tracing thing for contact tracing. And they don't give a shit. They're happy. They're happy to be out of their fucking houses because they were stuck in their houses for three months doing nothing. Four months. Zero. And they, they're very happy to just scan a stupid little barcode and use the, the public transport. And they don't, it doesn't come back to them. It doesn't, they don't hear about it again. Yeah. I don't know. I have an issue with that. I understand. I have the same issue. I, I, I see your logic. It's just that at some point, what's the better idea? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. But uh Chris, Chris, do you have any ideas? You're... No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> He's got vaccinated. He doesn't give a shit, man. He's a... Wait, when's your second dose, Chris? Chris is ready to, to kiss you. July? In July? In July, yeah. No, look, man. It's like, no, I agree with you guys. It's like, you know, it's like, where's that middle, comfortable, balanced ground where, you know, I don't know. You know? I know it's experimental. Like, no one had a vaccine, and then suddenly everyone has a version <laughs> at the same time. You know, there's... There's a lot of stuff you have to like, you know, it's, it's good to question. It's good to use your critical thinking, but at the same time, you know what? Yeah. You're part of a rolling system and you're going to do things you don't like, but I disagree with, I agree with you, George, uh, that they cannot start, you know, you cannot force people whenever you look, if you're not sure, if you're not a hundred percent sure that this vaccine is perfect, you cannot impose it hundred percent because they are responsible. If yeah. you say I take full responsibility, then yeah, then I, you know what? Everyone has to do it. It's obligatory. We take responsibility. But if you don't know, and there's still possibility of death, bad side effects, the science is not 100% yet, how can you force people to do it? How can you have the good conscience to do that? That's what I'm against. Yeah. Well, see, 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 here's the tricky part, and especially here in Canada. I don't know how it works in other countries, but you're not forced to to take anything. Well, you are. You're not forced exactly. to do it, but if you do want to live tell, life. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But when they tell you that if you if you want to travel, you need a vaccination passport. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's, that's just whatever. You, you want to go to the restaurant, you need it. Um, you know, if you live in Montreal, you you need it. You know, yeah, like that, that's kind of red herring. That's like, like that's to take the focus outside. Like, uh, uh, like take the issue out of focus. It's, it's, it's not true. It's They're forcing you to do it. They're just not doing it totally in a direct way direct direct yeah it's indirect but yeah but you know what like we're part of a bigger system we're part of a bigger society what are you going to do you know i don't believe in anarchy i don't believe in people just doing whatever they want by themselves like i'm seeing what's happening in minneapolis and people and burning stations and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I, I, i don't agree with that i think society is there's order in society there's rules there's laws but at the same time it's what it's safer to live that way well, yeah, you know, you can't expect the science to get everything right. Science is right until, you know, science is right today. Then tomorrow, there's something else. So uh, we go, we we go with uh, the flow. You but, guys look forward 
you guys look forward to just traveling again? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not. That's I'm not so, so sure. So what I don't hop on a plane. I'm traveling. I'm not, this this summer I'm going somewhere. I don't know where, but I'm going yeah. somewhere. Well, this summer I'm I'm still a bit afraid. I don't know about this summer. Afraid well, maybe what? not Italy or Greece, but I don't know the U.S. I'm definitely gonna go. Maybe Florida or something. You want to go Florida, to Florida? Florida people are partying, guys. You want to go yeah. to Italy or Greece? No, I'm saying I would, I would, I would want to go to Greece or Cyprus or this year. We're planning of actually we're planning on Barcelona, Greece, uh, maybe Cyprus, and maybe or England. Don't go to Cyprus in the summer, dude. Well, that, that's not happening. But now maybe the U.S. The U.S. Maybe is maybe somewhere uh, in the U.S. Florida, Florida. Somewhere I just, I just, I, I just don't trust the situation yet <laughs> to be next to people. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, yeah, there's an there's out. an adjustment period. But for sure, for sure, next year, maybe who knows? Maybe if things are okay, maybe uh, during the Christmas break, uh, you know, go down south somewhere. But uh, yeah, man, I, I I I need to I need to get the hell out of here. I yeah, to, we I need a little break. We need a little break. I'm so I'm so grateful I took a vacation right before. It's real. When? Maybe for six months before I was in Greece. Oh yeah. Seven months before the lockdown. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I've gone to Greece in 2019. Yeah. That's right. So we were supposed. To... So I almost didn't take that trip. I'm so grateful. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I didn't take that trip. I was supposed to, but I didn't. We were we were very close to traveling last year. Last summer we were very close. Like we were actually thinking about it, considering during, it during the whole COVID. No, in the beginning of the year, we're thinking, okay, uh, summertime, uh, yeah. and then, yeah. And then, Thank, thankfully, we hadn't bought any tickets yet. You know. And then, dot dot dot. But yeah, see, th- this situation now is going to like at least for me. I don't know about you. I- I'm gonna be so like worried about where I am and who's with me, and you know, oh, someone coughed. What the what the hell's going on, right? Like that, we've come to that point. It's like you cough in public, everyone's turning turning around to look. Like, What's going on? Is he far away from me? Is he at least two meters? <laughs> <laughs> we got some dust in our nose. We need to sneeze. We go hide under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta go yourself somewhere. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 frustrating. Talking about self-esteem, how are these kids gonna cope with uh, shit moving forward, man? These, these older kids, these teenagers. Oh, Yerasimo's out, man. He's out yeah. every, day. every day. I know, but the older kids is different. They can. Be, I mean, when you're a teenager, you don't you don't care about playing ball. You want to socialize. That's it's all about socializing. Oh, they're doing it anyway. A yeah. lot of kids are doing it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of kids. kids. A lot of kids don't have the need to do it because they're doing it. They're doing it like, like on video, like social media. Oh, yeah. But the, the ones that want to do it, they're out doing it. Like I, I, I see people. Yeah, and it's fine. You know, keep your distance, and you can, you could go see somebody at the park, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think I think we got. Um... Well, you are literally allowed to do it. Yeah, of course. And I think the the curfew is going to mon- uh, as of Monday. It's nine thirty. Is that it? Back at nine thirty as of next week. Okay. We're treated like babies. It's like, oh, you know, you're not going to get the full three hours. You know, you were at eight. Now, like, we'll give you an hour and a half extra. That that's the worst. That's the worst. Freaking Grown men and we have curfews. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking curfews. Just because. How's that, just because, how's that, for, how's that for our self-esteem? <laughs> because the government decided that's that's what it's gonna do. Yeah. And it's weird. I know, but the results are there. 
unfortunately for that. I'm not so sure the no, results are linked to the curfew, man. I'm no, not really sure. No way. I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, look, you I can isolate it and you figure this there. out. You know, we could talk about vaccines and say how they're they're effective, great. And then once you isolate the vaccine issue, then you see that the curfew is irrelevant. But if you isolate the curfew, you realize that it's useless. <laughs> it's totally useless. You know? It's useless. The curfew was the stupidest thing ever done. Because think about it, George. During the day, you can go to the mall, and there's hundreds of people. Nobody's at the door. Nobody's controlling the exactly. you know, the, uh, the quantity of people going in. I don't think uh, I don't think it was the point of the curfew wasn't to stop you from shopping. It was the people that were sneaking into, hanging out, and, and partying, and you know. Yeah, but they're still doing it though. The ones that the ones that want to go, they still do it though, George. Yeah. No, but, but just, what, what's worse, like the six people that are gonna sneak at somebody's house, right? Or all day at Walmart. 400 people around you it doesn't make any sense and i understand walmart is a business and and the the the, the party is not it's a private party but you well, know what? The just, people I are going to want to do it do it i think in walmart people are gonna are gonna follow the restrictions better than at a private party in the middle of the night that's, yeah, but it's a private it party. It's the middle of the night. The government and, has nothing and, to do with that private and when, party. And when they were testing people positive, they were doing the tracing, they were realizing it was always going back to these these, these private gatherings, close yeah, quarters, people that were not yeah. being following the, the, the distancing and the mask and all that. This is what it is. Man. It made a did big difference. Guys, did you guys see that story out of Spain? <clears throat> did like a, uh, they tested out a concert. They had 5,000 people in a concert. in I think it was in Barcelona. Uh, and everyone is obliged to wear a mask, but it was like a normal concert. It's like just you're gonna be there, and then they tested everyone afterwards. Only six had tested positive, and of those six, four of them were were not linked to anything having to do with the concert. They had it from like they traced it to something else, you know. So two only somehow managed to get it uh, at the concert out of five thousand so people. Are you saying that uh, we're we're being kept apart pointlessly or are you saying that the mask works which one is, is it the mask working what is it i think i don't know what i think the mask works i think the, the, works. The, the distancing works i think no, the curfews are stupid they are stupid it's simple because if, if the mask works and the distancing works great then you don't need the mask i mean sorry you don't need the curfew, need the curfew. Yeah. if the curfew works and then there's no evidence for it then why are you putting it at 9 30 now no, but if the curfew would work, no, no, but look, if the curfew worked, right? All you have to do is say the curfew works. So the curfew works, but now you have an hour and a half extra. Like it's weird. It's just stupid, guys. It's if a the, weird thing. If the curfew worked, we would have locked everyone in for like two, three months. You cannot get out of your house. Like they didn't, whatever. I have so many cities around the world. It's like you're 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 on lockdown, full lockdown. You do not leave your house. Curfew, like every day, all day curfew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. not a curfew. That's that's total lockdown. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, if you knew that that's what it took, then do that and get the situation under control. How are you gonna know if you don't try it? Or put put this it to me. Every, everybody's doing a first, man. I, I eleven. I would have. I would have been happy. I would. Nine eight and nine thirty is not. You 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 know you know why I'm against and I call it very very stupid. Because first of all, it's an infringement of rights, and I'm a big believer of rights. And once you start stepping on these toes, then then you're done. But I kind of have the feeling that the conversation is like this: it's a, a round table. It's a bunch of people that no, have no idea what they're doing, and they're like, 
Hey, what time do you think? Eight? No, I think eight thirty. How about nine? Seven? No, seven's too early. Right. Midnight. You're right. And What's the it, science? Yeah, and it, the, it just comes, yeah. these hours come out of nowhere. It's like, oh, it's it's summer now, maybe 9.30. You know, the sun is not, it's stupid conversation like that. And then they, then they all agree on like 9.30, let's do that. And then some idiot <laughs> shows up and tells you, you have a curfew till 9.30. That's what I'm against. This is not doctors talking. <laughs> this is not people talking about the efficacy or the effectiveness or efficiency of, of, of a specific program. This is people going like, uh. Yeah, nine fifteen. Like if I what hear, if, guys, if I, all in all in favor of eight. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Like guys, you know this is crazy. If next next month you hear nine forty five, you know <laughs> they they don't go ten. It's nine forty five. I just find it's crazy, man. And people people like it. They, they accept it. They're okay with that. How can you be okay with that? They're not and I'm okay talking about it. people I, think, I, I know. Think, I think they like the idea that it's going to slowly, slowly open. That's what they like. No, they I don't understand. Like the, they don't like the state of... of, of and I, I understand if people or the government's t- taking drastic, uh, drastic measures because no one wants a death. Even one death is too many. I get that. Yeah. Right? And it's hard to isolate the target group. And there's... I get that. It's very hard. It's a very difficult task. But at the same time, don't make it stupid. <laughs> you don't... Don't give me 9.30 now, and then we'll see. We'll see in June if it's 11 well, or 9.45. Look, do yeah, look you're, you're, you're right. These, these magical times that they're coming up in a board of, of six people or whatever, how many, how many people sit down to make these decisions. But, I mean, the it worked. I don't think it, it does. I, I did, it did. It did. Because there's countries that have way better numbers, and they, yeah. they, 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 didn't, they didn't apply the curfew at all. George, let me tell you something. We we have we have the cold. We have the, the weather. We're always cold. Oh, listen, listen. We're always cold. Every time, like, look look at look at what happened recently with Quebec City, uh, Gatineau, and Lévis There, you know, where they, they got out of hand and they brought the curfew back to eight and uh, like partial lockdown, uh, non-essential services and businesses were closed, and then suddenly the numbers are good. Obviously, because everything else is closed. Like, uh, except for essential services, everything is closed and you have to be uh, indoors by eight. So I'm not so sure it's the curfew. Like everything else is closed. No, no of course things are getting the better. The curfew you, is, is because people can't move secretly. You can be spotted. It's, it's about catching them. Yeah, but when you're saying that it worked, we don't know if it's the curfew that made it work or if it's the fact that everything else was closed to begin with. So you're not going out anyway. They didn't close everything when they started the curfew. I'm talking about and now. Like forget now. Ago. When they when they instilled the curfew, there was immediate results, man. That's why it's still there. The, cur- the curfew came after. The curfew came after everything else was on lockdown. Oh, so dude, we've had a curfew for three months. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, Before but it came that, late. It came late on the formula. Before that, every like non-essential businesses were closed. Uh, like all these things were happening. And then the curfew happened, and what? The, the 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 numbers got better. How do you know it's the curfew? And it's not the fact that everything else is closed. They know? weren't closed. Like, I mean, there isn't more open now. You still you can't mean? cut your hair. You can't eat at a restaurant. No, exactly. you can cut your hair. Are they open those again? Yeah, yeah. It's just restaurants and gyms. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, I remember when they first when they first came up with this curfew, there was immediate numbers. It, it showed right away there was, there was an immediate result. And that's why they haven't lifted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, me too. Debatable. Look, we could debate it, but uh, I, I just find it, 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 it's, you know what? 
I'll even go extreme. Even if it does show that somehow it works, you still can do that. That one is, it's off limits. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, it's more like, you, you, know, you don't belong to me. anybody. Yeah, catch me and, and, and catch me and fucking give me a fine. Do your, do your part. Instead of fucking you closing down a whole society. You guys, you guys aren't very much online, but there was a video that circulated. Uh, I think it was early this week. It was from a security cameras downtown Montreal. So these two guys are walking on the sidewalk. Obviously, it was after curfew for sure. It was after. So there's a cop car that pulls next to them. So they don't realize it, right? So the cop car pulls up. They're walking. At some point, the, the cop, the, the the door opens. The cop comes out. That, that's when they realize, and they start running. And When I saw that, I'm like, okay, the cop's going to get back in his car and drive off, you know? Doesn't the guy start chasing the uh, uh, kid? <laughs> uh, it, it was like uh, this chase. And then no, but then you have different angles of cameras all over the city following these kids running everywhere. And then there's another cop car. Like, what the hell? You're, you're chasing people, man. What, where are we? Yeah, <laughs> what yeah, the fuck is going on here? And I started laughing. I'm like, look at this shit. They're running after two kids. Like... Okay, they got scared, dude. You scared them. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure all of our parents. I'm not sure why, why you got your parents left Greece, but I'm pretty sure it was because of the junta. I'm pretty sure because it was because of shit like this. Yeah. You know, it's like other people have left countries for this stuff, you know, and, and this is like obviously the West represents freedom. Yeah. You don't do that, man. I'm telling you, you just don't do that. Even even if it look, how stupid is this? Yeah, we tried the curfew and we saw 4% better numbers. Ah. Yeah. You know? But I'm just thinking, like, look, you're the cop. Okay, you see two kids walking. Oh, cool, you right? do your job. If you're a cop, you do your yeah. job. Okay, yeah, but which you, is you, which, you, which is another stupid thing to say. I'm just doing my job, you know? No, but like even if that's my even if that's my job, okay, you pull up, the kids start running. Honestly, you think I'm gonna run after them to to, to do what? To prove what? I caught them. Yeah, yeah give them a fine. Ego. What? It's a power trip as well. It's absolutely ego. He wants to dominate them and show them who the dominator is. And look at the tools I have in, in you know, I have a badge that tells me I'm allowed to do all these things to you. Uh, you, better, you, be better, careful with these things. you better, you better, you know, bow to my badge. It's, it's just, <laughs> it's just, I got a big gun and a big, and a small dick. That's what it is. I honestly thought people were going to really rebel against it's, the curfew it's coming i i, I, I thought it would be more yeah, like they, they, I, they, I, i thought there would be fires but didn't you see the um, the you know what the, uh, you go to go to countries where people are actually starving because of all the lockdowns you'll see right so over here everybody's healthy yeah no yet. no but you we haven't been pushed to that extreme, look me so. too I'm, i'm against it but you know what like yeah i am a hypocritical because i haven't done anything about it either and i wouldn't like i don't believe in violence either i just life isn't bad yet Well, yeah, exactly. And, but at the same time, it's like, why are we, why? I, I, the question is to the people deciding this. Why are you doing that? But I think people are starting slowly, slowly to reach their limit. Look, a couple of weeks ago, there was a demonstration that happened at the old port. Unfortunately, within those people that were there just to you know express their disappointment or their dissatisfaction, you have a, a bunch of idiots that broke everything down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those as if these guys needed that right like their business has been closed for a year and a half and yeah. you're and then they have to deal with this shit and there's another one coming i think this weekend or next weekend i'm not sure exactly Protesters. when but uh, they're organizing they're organizing another one 
and, and you know that, right? Like demonstrations like this attract the dumb idiots, man. And you know that they're gonna break of things, course. they're gonna light up things on fire. Unfortunately, and, uh, the other ones that are being civil about it are look bad because these guys always are. I'm not sure how civil they are because I saw the clips, man. There were thousands of people. It wasn't like a group they, of 20. I know, but there's a you could be thousands of civil people and six assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pick a fight with the cops, and the cops have to move on everybody. Yeah, don't forget, a lot of people. It's like they just. It's like, okay, where's the next protest? I'm showing up. They want, and I'm causing. I'm causing mayhem. It's. It's not people that are necessarily. No. First of all, it's not necessarily people that even agree with you. Yeah, it's just exactly. It's anarchists. It's anti-establishment for whatever reason. No, it doesn't work for me with my half kids through. So you know. <laughs> And they, they obviously ruin it for everyone else. And that happens in all the protests. Yeah. But people have the right to protest. People yeah. have that right. And they should. But you they're know gonna, what? They're going to throw us a bone for the summer. We're going to have some socializing. We're going to have some outings. We're going to have some laughs, some of this and that. It's going to calm us down. And they're going to start bringing up the restrictions in the fall. And so it's going to be like that. I, I, th I think, guys, I think it's going to go better from here on. I mean, look, like I told you, I read somewhere that we're a we're over 30% vaccinated, at least the first dose. Look, I think we're 33 or 34%. Like, it's going well. Um, 33% of the population? Yeah. That's a yeah. lot, man. That's a lot. No, 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 no. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. So you're saying you're saying that this is in Canada or Quebec? Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. So you're saying that uh, I don't know, about two and a half million people are vaccinated. Yeah, at least the first dose. That's what I read. We're we're over thirty percent. <laughs> Because we're like thirty-six billion, right? Are you talking about no, no. Quebec or are you talking about Quebec? Canada? Quebec. We're about yeah. seven. Oh, this is Quebec. This is Quebec. So eight million. So yeah, about two and a half to three thousand three million. Eight million and. Until last week, you didn't have you didn't have anybody under 50 being vaccinated. Yeah, no, but keep in mind, not everyone's getting the vaccine. Uh, the, the, the vaccine. No, I understand. Right? But what I'm saying is, like, if if all the people under 50 haven't been vaccinated yet, and you have 33 of the population, it's a big number. It is. It's a big number. Meaning what? You have you have that many people over 50? Look, I'll tell you exactly. I'm actually looking at it now. No, no, I'm 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 not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's a very oh, high number. It is. I thought and, it'd be uh, less. No. Uh, Or is it 33% of the people that are eligible? There you go. That's what I was thinking. You know, 33% yeah, of people yeah, yeah. that have to. Ah, That's different. That, then, then that makes sense. But 33% of the population? Oof, I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I don't think the country has administered that many. Especially when, like, I don't know, maybe 30%, 40% is, is young kids. It's a lot of young kids. Right. So you can't, anyway, I don't know, look, look at it, but I doubt it's 33% of the population. It's probably 33% of the people that are eligible. Or 33% of the people that are high risk. Or that, yeah. Anyway, look, um, I hope, I hope uh, it gets better. I, I miss better. I miss hanging out with you guys, but I miss I miss fucking inviting you over for a fucking steak. That's, we'll, that's we'll, what I'm, we're gonna have a barbecue, guys. I'm gonna, I started, but that's what I was. Doing. I started. <laughs> I started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bought six boxes of sangria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping him cold. No, that's what I was just about to say. I mean, uh, I'm I just look forward to having people over again, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I, I will too, honestly. Like, uh, let's you know, if if hopefully if a, if we get a good summer, 
Uh, I mean, we have more than enough space here to 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 be safe, man. The kids can. Well, okay, what do you guys? Okay, there's two there's two situations I saw today. We we well, do a, I, I, we I, do it at a park right now. We, don't have to go to we could, of course, but that, that's what I want to say. I want to know what you guys think of the situation. I saw it today, so it reminded me of it. But I see it every day. I want you guys to comment on people that drive by themselves with masks in the car, yeah, and people that are like by themselves in the park in the park or on trees with a mask on i want to know what you guys think now the guy in the car by himself it's happened to me because as i leave the place like i work i wear my mask for 15 hours a day sometimes so i forget it's even there okay so that's a possibility but I, right, often I like i today i drove off from the store and i would i, I put my stuff in the car I, I got into my car i drove three four lights later i'm like well, this thing's still on so maybe you saw someone like me and you were pointing the finger and laughing. I, I woke up an idiot. I, mean, I, just, I wasn't I'm, laughing. I, I don't think. I'm just no, saying. I'm just I don't think they're an idiot. I just want to understand. Now, the person at the park who's wearing the mask, he's surrounded by trees. He's afraid to make people who might be afraid of the disease uncomfortable. So he's wearing it for them not to feel unsafe. Yeah. We. I, I think we've reached the point. What I, what I don't like is people who think that they wear the mask to protect themselves. They, they don't understand what it's there for. Yeah. The mask doesn't protect you. It prevents you spraying shit in the air. When but you look, sneeze, the, cough, and talk, yeah. your that vapor doesn't go in the air. It doesn't prevent it from coming into you because it comes in from the sides. But let me ask you: this is a regular car, because uh, or like a taxi, or no, no, it's a, it's a regular. It's car. Somebody driving by himself. He's driving. Actually, you, you know what? I I I drove today. I hadn't driven for a long time. Okay, so I drove today from That's from here to nice. Laval, Mille, somewhere. Remember, the right pedal is for gas, and the left for brake. <laughs> and, and and I was I was driving for about 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and I was like taking it in, right? I hadn't been for out for a long time, so I'm Did observing. You Did you sing? Yeah, I was singing radio, everything, going crazy. Yeah, yeah, everything, everything. Like I it was it was my time. I had a moment. You know? exactly. I had a fucking moment. This was my time. I felt good. Yeah. I felt alive. But then yeah. I'm going like this, I'm turning around like what the fuck? There's a guy with the mask on in his car, all windows closed. I'm like, okay. And then, uh, like, a few minutes later, another woman like this, all scared like this. She was scared in the car with a mask on, but scared. And I just don't know what to do with that. What if, uh, and another thing is if you're, if you, if you're using a, 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 a vehicle from your employer that other people use as well, technically they want you wearing a mask when you're using it. I, yeah. I read in the beginning when this whole mask thing became a thing that People who uh, work in a, in, a, in, a, in a field or an industry where you're required to wear the mask all the time, they were recommending that you leave the mask on at all times because playing around with the mask, you could, you know, I mean, what if you walk somewhere and like it's, you know, the, 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 the okay, there you go. There's the, that's all I wanted. I wanted the explanation. That's the explanation. But maybe not. I mean, maybe, you know, I, I'm assuming that this is what these people are. But what if they're not? Then that obviously would be very weird. But the best thing I saw, I'm saving this one for last. There was a guy. And this is not this is not to mock him. This is actually brilliant. But it was funny. I know the guy was joking. But he had one mask here, one mask under, and it would open every time he ate. <laughs> so every time you put, every time you like picture a mask here and a mask here, and it was just you look like Pac-Man. He was a master scammer, man. Oh man, he knew how to fake it. Yeah, no, I died. I died. 
I died, man. Oh my god. He looked did like you see, did you see this at Athena Park or something? No, no, I saw this where I was going at, at the place. I don't want to mention the place. You would imagine you you would imagine it would probably be there. Like right? I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to leave, you know. Like I did what I had to do. I did my inspection, and then uh, then I'm about to leave, and I see a guy eating, and it's like Pac-Man, two masks, something like this. Oh man, it's pretty. It's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you did it. because you look like you're doing it, but you're not actually doing. it. Yeah, so when it, when his mouth is closed, it looks like it looks like a mask, and then he opens it. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to become a trend. I'm sure this guy's going to show another five people. Five people are going to show five people. It's like network marketing. <laughs> you know what? In in about a week, you're going to have people like looking like Pac Man <laughs> with two masks. With two masks on. Oh, uh, All right, guys, uh, let's wrap it up. To everyone. Uh, Uh, watching or listening there is uh, this contest that i came across where they are awarding the best podcast hosted by dads or created for dads um head on over and vote for us we'd really appreciate it i mean i don't know what the chances are that we win but i'm going to put the link in the description so go ahead uh if uh, if you're listening to this on the audio platforms it's podcastmagazine.com forward slash dads podcastmagazine.com forward slash dads it takes literally three minutes uh, three seconds uh, <laughs> three minutes nobody's doing it nobody's going it takes literally three seconds you go there you type in just as dads and you send it in and you can vote every single day so it's not a one-time thing you can just vote every single day i'm not so sure the date the deadline i i really don't know i just saw this online uh obviously it's from podcast magazine which is a very popular uh magazine in the podcast world so it's pretty cool uh, if you guys want to help us out go there and vote for us uh follow us subscribe on all the social media platforms all the audio platforms thank you once again for tuning in we do appreciate it and we'll see you all on the next episode ciao boys awesome bye